0: Ooh, ooh. Big fish shit, y'all know what it is. Uh, so we got an interesting podcast today. So it's a combination of our learning series with our deep dive. So as you know, with our deep dive, we pretty much just take a topic, dive right in, uh, you know, pretty much have free and open flowing conversation on it. Our lesson series is a little bit different because we go into the four The four stages, I would say, which are false perception. So we're talking about a topic, false perception, effective realization, how to apply it, and then a real world challenge. So we're kind of combining the two because we're talking about a very important topic. And that topic is our culture is trash. So our culture, black culture, the culture. Why do I say all these things? And my apologies for the allergies. If you're in the North Jersey, New York area, or I don't know if it's a if it's a regional thing, you know, but it's it it hit us hard over the last couple of days. So we're dealing with that. But, you know, we deal with it and we keep it pushing. So my apologies in advance. If you hear a little. um, It's just there. All right. So the culture is trash. Our culture is trash. And to me, they actually work simultaneously and go hand in hand because. Our culture, black culture, is pretty much the dominant culture throughout the world right now. When you look at a culture that has touched so many different pockets of the world at the level that we've touched it, that black African-American culture, it's everywhere. Why, why don't I sound proud when I say it? Because
1: to me, the culture is trash. And... To me, anybody that's looking at it from an honest perspective has to be accountable to understand we've developed or further developed and promoted a culture that not only is trash but it affects us in such a
0: detrimental way compared to everybody else that can kind of disconnect from it. Like they love the culture, but they can disconnect from it when it comes down to anything preventing them from progressing to where we we're so in in it, you know, it is us to where we don't run from it, we run to it. And when I say our culture, let me define it. So what comes to mind when you hear black culture? Rap music. What's the rap music about?
1: Ass and titties. Um ain't shit bitches. Um ain't shit dudes. Selling drugs, robbing, killing, stealing.
0: Sports is the only You know, sports and entertainment, that's the only leaders that we have in those particular industries. That's
1: really our culture. Um, It's a demon culture. And it's a culture that is detrimental to success in any area that aligns
0: with having the right principles, morals, and values. So. What would be our false perception of our culture? Our false perception, well, that's an easy one. That it's okay. That all the negative things that I just mentioned aren't just, those aren't the only things that are, you know, make up our culture. Well, those are the main things. And those are the ones that are affecting us the most. So therefore, because they're negative, they're the ones that, are impacting them, us the most in such a touch negative way and leading to the destruction of our people, the destruction of our next generations.
1: Some examples, TikTok. You know, we see our young... young princesses,
0: young women, young girls, literally babies. And they've taken such a liking an addiction and obsession... To TikTok. And then what is TikTok? All it's doing when I when I see my goddaughter doing some of the moves, and it's like, oh, love, that's a little grown. They're, they're mimicking adult moves that are sexual. And they're hearing and putting these lyrics in their brain. And how I know that they're putting the lyrics into their brain, because when they recite the lyrics, they're leaving out the bad parts that. All of us would kind of look at them a little strange for singing or rapping. So they know. And then from the dude's perspective, you know, from the young
1: ones, the young the little bros. The. Next generation of leaders. All it's teaching them is to do things that are either going to land them in prison. Dead. Or making it, and by making it, what do we mean?
0: Selling something that's probably detrimental to our community anyway.
1: Whether it's something illegal or something legal, like music, which we see so much right now. So
0: the false perception is that it's okay and it doesn't impact us in the way that we all, if we take an honest look at it, understand that it does. And the false perception would also be us lying to ourselves that if we just listen to it but can disconnect from it or just watch a TV show where, you know, they're showing all these negative stereotypes that we bought in so much that we run with them. Like they are us. They're not. Call it a stereotype you want. It's true. We see it all the time.
1: No, it's not all of us but it's a lot of us and it affects the majority of us.
0: So getting back to the next, the next part of the false perception is that we don't contribute to it. We don't promote it. That us buying
1: the music, watching the YouTubes, all of these different things isn't impacting it in a way where
0: oh, well, you know, that's just, you know, I just listen to it. It's not really, you know, I don't know. You're listening to it. Your kids are listening to it. And we don't understand how putting that energy, putting those frequencies into our space and allowing them in our space, it can't not affect us. It can't not affect us. So let's kind of, and all of these things, the false perception bleeds into the effective realization and so forth into the how to apply it. And of course, that bleeds into the real world challenge. So
1: the effective realization would be us actually taking accountability and understanding that, for one, the culture is trash.
0: It's a shitty culture. Name one positive thing that comes from anything that's promoted to us on the mainstream.
1: Look at our leaders. That's another effective realization that our leaders come from this shitty culture. When it's time for Joe Biden, who's running for president, to have somebody from our culture interview him, he goes to Cardi B. Someone who admits that
0: the music that she puts out is so detrimental and so
1: vulgar and so impactful in a negative way that she doesn't allow her daughter to listen to it. But
0: meanwhile, we're allowing all of our kids to listen to it. But if it affects her daughter in a negative way, then it probably affects all of us in a negative way. We're all going to be affected in different degrees but it's still affecting us. But she doesn't want to breed her child in that negative energy, in that vulgar energy, explicit energy, but she's perfectly fine with capitalizing
1: off of it and making money while your kids listen to it. The next person that Joe Biden gets to interview is my dog Charlemagne. Um, you know. And I say my dog because I've spoken to Charlemagne a couple times. And I think overall, Charlemagne is a good hearted person that wants to do the right thing. And I appreciate the fact that.
0: A lot of the intellectuals that I would not have known about, I found out about them through Charlemagne and the Breakfast Club providing a platform. Whether that's,
1: man, whether that's Dr. Sebi Sebi and his family, whether that's
0: Boyce Watkins, whether that's 19 Keys, Earn Your Leisure.
1: Uh, A lot of these people only were provided platforms from the breakfast club to whereas we wouldn't even have known about them. So, Dr. Claude Anderson, when you talk about politics and you mention
0: black people, and it shouldn't be like this, but if you're going to specifically talk about black people, you, can't not, you cannot
1: leave out Dr. Claude Anderson in that conversation. So, when Joe Biden goes to get Charlemagne, why not go get Dr. Claude Anderson? Why?
0: Because he wants to keep it hip-hop-ish. He wants to control the narrative. He wants to he wants people to come into his world that aren't comfortable. So therefore he can kind of talk over and say disrespectful stuff like he said, where it's like, well, you know, when Charlemagne asked him
1: a question that's putting pressure on him to he, he replies, you're not black if you don't vote for me. That's a whole separate show, just that comment. But, like I said, the effective realization is that our culture is not a serious culture. Our culture is not a successful culture. Our culture does not align with solid morals and principles that can allow us to progress. Our culture is
0: one where we don't take any accountability. We play the blame game. Even when we say that there's certain things that are wrong with our culture, we'll always say, well, that's the white man. He owns the record label. He's putting that out. Or he's putting up the money for this movie.
1: Bro. The white men. Our black problems are not the white man's responsibility. If we're dumb enough To accept money. To sell poison to our people. And not only. Weird enough to do that. But weird enough.
0: To actually promote it and say that's greatness. Which is what we do.
1: Like. How can I blame the person that's putting up the money for it? And even if I do blame the person that's putting up the
0: money for it, I still got to make the change within me to change it because they're going to continue putting the money up and there's always going to be somebody who will take that bag
1: and have no principles and morals and go sell poison to our community with no care of how it affects Us as well as our younger generations.
0: So the effective realization is first understanding that it's a problem, but then. Embracing the fact that the only way to actually solve that problem.
1: Is within us, the solution is us. Regardless of who you think caused the problem, it's only
0: on us to solve the problem. Unless we're going to stick around and just think that people are going to come to, you know, some moral understanding to where. These people that are making a lot of money off of it are just going to say, you know what, this just isn't right.
1: Nah, they're going to keep making the money because it's not affecting their culture and their people. So. If we can kind
0: of join those two things together, realize that. It's a problem and then realize it's on us. Then we can move the conversation into actually how to solve the problem, which is our how to apply it section. So when we look at how to actually solve the problem. What do they say? The first step is admitting it. We already talked about that with the effective
1: realization. But the next stage would actually be. Us putting pressure on ourselves. To not accept that to not promote that,
0: to not buy that, to not encourage that. So it may be not listening to some of our favorite artists. It may be not watching some of our favorite TV shows, some of our favorite movies, tuning in on some of our favorite YouTube channels, or getting obsessed with some of these ignorant-ass clubhouse um, you know, sessions. If it's breathing ignorance, negativity, and all of those things, the sex, selling drugs, all those things that are
1: either land us dead, jail, or just stupid. It's shutting that stuff out.
0: It's shutting that stuff out. And it's easier said than done. I still listen to a lot of music that it's like, eh, I probably shouldn't be listening to it. But, yo, I'm in the gym. But, yo, it's just me riding in the car. No. You're promoting it. You're pushing that algorithm out into the world. And I have taken, you know, certain steps to where it's like, no, I'm not listening to certain artists. I don't care where I'm not listening to certain artists. I'm not liking certain pics on Instagram because I don't want, like I talk about the algorithm, not only the algorithm for Instagram, which is I don't want to like certain naked pics because then that's all I'm going to see. But there's an algorithm with just the energy in life. So I don't want to push that and promote that energy to where the algorithm is going to send that right back to me and send it out in the universe for it to affect other
1: people in a negative way. So to how to apply it, I mean, you can either go cold turkey or
0: you can start acknowledging it and realizing that it's wrong. And by doing that, Naturally, now you're putting pressure on yourself and holding yourself to a certain standard, hopefully, to where it's like, it's more than me and how this music affects me. It's my kids. It's my kids' kids. It's the younger generations. Because, truth be told, like we mentioned with the TikTok and with all these different social medias and everybody having a cell phone, they're getting it at a younger age than we got it. And we got it at a younger age and our parents got it. And we see where that has landed us. Everything is extreme. So therefore, when you have extreme problems, when we have extreme problems, we need extreme solutions. So it may seem hard or why don't other cultures got it? They got other issues. Why don't they just shut down? We're in a different position than everybody else, which people always bring up whenever I like to bring. Use examples of other cultures like, hey, this is positive things that they're doing. This is how they're able to solve their issues. This is how they're able to grow wealth. Boom, boom. Everybody always responds, well, well, that's not us. We're in a different position. Based on our history, based on blah, 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 we're in a different position. So keep that same energy. We can't afford to do what other cultures do. We're in a different position. So therefore, we have to move in a different way to climb out of our hole. Our hole is bigger. It's deeper. It's slippery. It's hard for us to get out. We don't have a lot of tools to get out. However, we got to work together and figure it out. So that leads us into our real world challenge, because it's one thing to know actually how to solve a problem, but it's a whole nother thing to actually step into that space of practicality to where we're actually taking the steps and moving towards actionable items to actually Solve our problem. So we understand how we were seeing it from a false perception. We understand, uh, you know, we, we came to an effective realization of how it's harming us. We understand how to apply it. The real world challenge is doing just that. So for one week, we got a week challenge where we're eliminating all negative. All negative energy. That is aligned with this culture that we've created. That has been so detrimental to our people. So that's music. That's movies. That's TV shows. YouTubes. Like I said with the clubhouse. Interacting with certain people may be. Your challenge. But let's just focus on the entertainment aspect. So for one week. Let's eliminate. All of those things. Those derogatory vulgar. All of those things that have created what our culture is today That isn't shit That makes our culture trash And I don't need to go down a list of What artist or what type of music What specific We all know what, what, what I'm talking about And it's just on us It's on you, it's on me and, and the funny part about it is If just hearing that Like man I can't do that for a week Or a week, what? That just goes to show you how selfish we are. Because we, we won't even do something for a week. We won't give up something for a week, sacrifice something for one week that we know is going to push us forward. Because we, that's another thing about our culture, we're selfish. We only think about us, my happiness, my this, my that. We don't think about how it impacts other people, how it impacts our kids. Our kids didn't ask to grow up in this terrible culture, listen to this terrible music. They just hear us listening to it. They see what we're watching. They see how we're moving and they mimic it. So it's on us to be adults and to lead them in a proper direction with the right amount of support, guidance, understanding, and shaping their perspective. So that they can be successful in
1: life. So real world challenge. A week. Eliminating. Anything that you call entertainment. Or
0: anything that you consume. That is detrimental to our people.
1: And that has impacted our culture. In a negative way. Making it become what it has become. So, our culture is trash. And I would say, what are we going to do to fix it? But truth be told,
0: we probably just need to throw it away and start a new one.
1: And we start that right now with this real world challenge. All right. Big fish ship. We're going to see how this one goes. Let's change the
0: culture. Let's change the narrative. You know, let's go from being that losing team
1: that flips the switch and starts applying pressure in the right areas and pushing us in the right direction. So that way our culture can get to a point where everything that we
0: consume the energy, we're just vibrating at a, at a greater frequency. So how we move through life is just so positive and it's just allowing us
1: opportunities to take advantage of and be successful. And we're not only prepared for them, but we want to do them.
0: Because it's not just about us, it's about the younger generation. So let's get to it. We
1: got a lot of work to do. Big fish shit. I'll see y'all soon.